Arachnophobia, the fear of spiders, between 3.5 and 6.1% of the global population suffers from arachnophobia. Hey, I am Lucas Grobot, and you are listening to Weaver and Loom. Today, we will not be talking about arachnophobia, but we will be talking about arachne. Who or what is arachne? Arachne was the daughter of a shepherd, and she learned how to spin and weave the loom. And as she grew up, she became the best weaver in all of the land. Now, Athena, the goddess of war and the goddess of craft, she was also a weaver, and she caught wind, she heard that there is this girl who is the best weaver that anyone has ever seen, and she's boasting about it. Here's Arachne. She's saying that she is better than the gods at weaving. She is better than Athena herself, and hundreds would come and watch her weave every day. When Athena heard this, she was infuriated. So she decided to come down and visit Arachne disguised as an old woman in the crowd. So Athena comes disguised as an old woman, and she goes to Arachne. She says, I've heard that you have boasted that you are better than the gods, even better than Athena herself. You should repent, for you could never be better than the gods. Arachne responds to her and says, Ha, I speak only the truth. Truly, Athena did not give me this gift, and I am better than her. If she thinks she's better than me, let her come down and challenge me herself. Athena throws off her disguise and appears in all of her Greek goddess glory before Arachne and says, The duel is on. So they take three days both Athena and Arachne, and they both weave their looms into beautiful tapestries. Athena wove her tapestry to show these four different contests where mortals challenged the gods and they lost and were punished. And Arachne, in her tapestry, the irony, the wit, the the spunk of Arachne, she creates a tapestry showing the gods abusing their powers and deceiving and tricking the mortals. Once the competition is over, Zeus and all the gods and everyone comes around to look at these two tapestries and they see that Arachne's tapestry is far more beautiful. And when Athena sees that tapestry and sees that she's been insulted on top of it, She goes into a fit of rage. She grabs the tapestry and tears it into three pieces, then curses Arachne. When she curses Arachne, Arachne is filled with such shame. She runs out of the room crying, and then she goes and hangs herself. When Athena heard that Arachne went and hung herself, Athena went to the body and said, Live on then, and yet hang condemned one. But lest you are careless in the future, the same condition is declared in punishment against your descendants to the last generation. Athena then sprinkles her with the juice of Hector's herb, curses her, 
and Arachne shrivels up and becomes a spider. And that is where we get our spiders, at least from Greek mythology. As I've been thinking about this story, I've realized there are a lot of interesting dynamics that are at play and are at odds with each other within this story. The first thing that I think of is that, well, Arachne actually was better. She actually was better than Athena. She was a master of her craft. The second thing that we see is that Arachne was weaving her own destiny. And even in her weaving her own destiny as a woman rising to such heights of excellence, going to such places in her craft as a woman in that society, especially in that day and age, of her sitting down at a loom and saying, I am going to be the master of my own destiny. I am going to not settle with this life as a mere shepherd, but I'm going to weave myself a different narrative, a different story, and I'm going to excel to great heights into what I have been gifted with, and I'm going to grow in that. And in many ways, she was self-made because it was her discipline and work that went into it. The third thing that I think is really, really fascinating about this story is that Arachne actually did speak the truth, even in her tapestry. She didn't shrink back in fear, but instead she boldly stepped forward and declared the abusive power of the gods who were trying to suppress her craft, trying to suppress her gifting, trying to suppress her art. Now, there are some great things that we can take away from the story and apply to our life, apply to our craft. One, it's humility. We need to, even if, even if we are the greatest at our craft, if we are walking around in arrogance, thinking that we are an island unto ourselves, thinking that we are self-made individuals, that is a recipe for disaster. Pride comes before a fall. It's going to happen sometime, but it always, always happens. The second thing is honor. Even if the older generation is stuck in their ways and you are the new, young, hot thing and you have a new way, you have a new way of thinking, a new way of life, there still needs to be a level of honor and respect honoring the ways of old, even though you're weaving something new, even though you're weaving a path that hasn't been woven before because we are connected to that generational loom, if you will. So those are some great positive takeaways from the story. Humility and honor, not being arrogant. But then I stopped and I began to ask myself, who is telling this story and why? Well, it's a myth that has been passed down from generation to generation to generation by the storytellers, the mythology, where it keeps the cultural norms in place, where it keeps everything in order. So what might these culture setters be trying to say? What might these norm setters be trying to influence into culture with? One thing I see is, hey, if you're a woman, don't pretend to be among the gods. Don't be, pretend to be among the men. Just mm, tone it down. Remember, 
You are the daughter of a shepherd. You are no one. Don't aspire to greatness. Don't aspire to excellence. The second thing that I see here is don't speak the truth. When you see abusive power around you, when you see men and women being oppressed by the gods, by the powers that be, don't speak up. Don't weave a tapestry telling the story of abuse. Instead, remain silent. Because if you speak up, there will be consequences to pay. Be normal, be average, be vanilla, fade into mediocrity with the rest of the crowd. The last thing that I see those culture setters trying to impose upon their generation of their time is don't be too great. Don't weave your own future. Don't tell your own story. You are not the master of your destiny. You are not the captain of your ship. You are a mere mortal. And the gods, the powers that be, the authorities that be are over you and they will have their way with you. So do not aspire to greatness. Now, the last thing that stands out to me in this story is that it wasn't Athena that cut Arachne off from the loom. It wasn't Athena that killed Arachne. Arachne killed Arachne. Arachne killed herself out of shame, out of embarrassment. And I see so often, so many of us out of embarrassment that something failed, out of embarrassment that someone criticized us, that someone who is jealous tore us down. We crawl back into our cave and we cut ourselves off. We discredit ourselves. We say, you're right. I should just give up. I should just quit. It is too hard. It is too much. I am not good enough. And even when I do great stuff, people just tear it down anyways. I should quit. And Arachne quit. And I wonder how the story would have gone if Arachne didn't quit. I think there is a silver lining as well in the end of the story, which is that Arachne in spiders, arachnophobia, right? Lives on and she is weaving her story today. She is still telling her story through every web that she weaves for the rest of eternity. She is saying, I will not stop growing great at my craft. So I challenge you today to put your hand to your craft, put your hand to the loom today, aspire to greatness, despite of what people say, despite of fear, despite of fear of failure, despite of intimidation, aspire for greatness, speak truth in your work with honesty, but walk in humility with those among you. Thanks for listening. Please, if you found this helpful, share this with a creative who you think will also find this story helpful. If you have any questions, anything that you're wondering about or want to hear about on the show, please feel free to email me or message me. My contact information is in the show notes. Thank you for listening.
I will see you tomorrow on Weaver and Loom, where destiny is woven.